Hey everybody and welcome to the next episode of Bastock and Bachelor Bullshit Busters. I'm Simon Bachelor. I'm Adam Bastock. And we are the Bullshit Busters. Today we're going to be tackling a topic that has come up numerous times and is often considered, I think, too big and hefty and wieldy to be dealt with in one sitting. But today we're going to tackle it. And that is the Wild West world of backlinks. So, Adam, just for those who may not be familiar with this, I guess, rather technical term, um, SEO backlinks. Do you want to give us a quick overview of what they actually are? Yeah, I think it's almost worse than um, kind of a, a technical term. It's quite a dirty word, I think, with a lot of people offering kind of backlink opportunities and all that jazz, the spam emails coming into your inbox about it. Essentially what it is, is just about links coming to your website from other websites. That's all it is. So it could be kind of link outreach or backlinking or, you know, link acquisition, whatever you're calling it. It's just someone linking to you, whether that's something that you've planned or not planned or earned. Um, so that could be anything from a forum post linking to you where someone's found your kind of, I don't know, speakers and they're talking about your how good they are. Or it could be a mention in The Guardian or like a PR piece talking about you as well. Or it might be like a, a directory, so like a local chamber of commerce or anything. They're, they're all links that you would kind of want to kind of get and earn and generate in some form that, that come back to you. I think also one thing to point out is that not all links are the same. So mm. sometimes there are links that are called no-follow links. And those links don't, don't actually follow through to your website. So as a human, they work. But for the crawling spiders, they don't. So... Do you want to give us a quick overview or then, again, as I've just mentioned, spiders there? Of what, yeah. are, what, what are they for? Like, why do, why do these links back to your website matter? Yeah, so I think the main thing, the, the word I'm going to be using here is signal quite a lot, where essentially they are a trust signal to your website for Google to use or for any kind of spider or kind of web crawler or technical search engine to use. The idea being that the more links you have to your site, or the more, sorry, not necessarily the more, but the more quality and contextual links you have to your site, um, the more trusted your site is. So if you've got links from The Guardian, The Times, um, The Daily Mail, and... BBC. Know, yeah, the BBC, all linking to you, you're probably going to be a fairly decent, reputable company with a decent source. If you don't have any links to your site... So quite often if I'm working with small businesses such as, I don't know, like local painters and decorators or like plumbers and stuff, there's not necessarily going to be much need for them to have those huge BBC news links linking to them. Um, so they're going to have less kind of weight or impact in, in the search engine results on what terms they can rank for. The idea being that the more high quality relevant links you have, the easier it is for you to rank for more competitive terms because you're more trusted and more authoritative, if that's a if I said that word right, um, that's where it kind of gets quite difficult to earn those links because you want them to look natural and genuine. You don't just want your website to have 40,000 links from blog posts all across the internet and different forum posts that have absolutely no relevance or context. And sometimes when I've done audits on competitors, you do see that kind of traffic where clearly in 2015, they, they bought a backlink package from someone that they went, mm. then went through and like listed all these comments and that kind of comment spam and stuff like that which were always kind of short-term hacks back in the day to try and get um, that authority going quickly, which well, I, I think, think it did work then, but now it just, you know, you yeah. get penalised for that. So, or... Well, I was going to say, just, just to sort of also loop back round to the top of that thought, which is 
So Google has these crawlers, which they call either spiders or crawlers. And they go out essentially and they look at every web page they find and they look for links on those websites. And then they essentially, in, in, in a way, click them and yeah. see where they go. So Google has a crawler bot and it goes out onto the internet and it finds all of the links and it works out what they're connected to and it creates this map, this web of um, links. And that's why it's called a spider. That's why it's called the web because they're all linked together. So, And it builds up a map of those links and it works out as you've just said what which links it trusts and which links it doesn't and so when we're talking about getting more links it's like well more links is 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 on the face of it a great idea because more links means you're more trusted and back a few years ago google was a bit more primitive than it is now and that, and that was a factor it's all about the number and as you say that's when they wrote these other robots that went out and just created loads and loads of links Whereas yeah. now Google is more clever in the fact it knows how good a page is and getting a link from that page is better than that page. And then some pages are so bad that it works negatively. It's like, well, if you've got a link from that, then we're going to assume you're a bad site. So, it, it, And the thing I think that is important to understand is that the way those crawlers work and the ranking that Google applies to them is known only to Google. Yeah, there is if, no if way. Either, even though. Yeah, and Google in its exactly, and the humans at Google don't know, but the logarithm at Google does. So that yeah. mass of code, those billions of lines of code that are sit behind just that white box on a page, that that brain of Google is what that web is. That is the yeah. link tree they've got. That huge thing in the background. So I think it's important to put it out there and say that no one can determine what what those links are, how they work, and what the official ranking is. There are a couple of companies who have their own index. So they've yeah. created their own one, like Moz, SEO Moz, for example. They have their own version of Google crawler that goes out, and they're, they're, they're trying to sort of second guess, I guess, what Google is doing, and they're making their own ranking. So in terms of thinking about those links, you mentioned about... Um, kind of getting links from newspapers or other other sort of larger company sources. Do you want to have a think? Can you tell us a little bit more about why that's better than just me linking from my local hairdressers? Yeah, so I think this kind of goes back to what you were saying about the, the Googlebots and the fact that no one really knows how it works. The, kind of the easiest way to, to cut through all that noise and thought and difficulty of trying to trick Google in some way is just act as if a user was kind of um, looking at those links. So I think... If you've got links on two different web pages, one of which is a is comment spam on like a, on a Russian server and a, and a web a forum with loads of links in the bottom to your website, or you've got a link in the Guardian, which do you think your customers are going to like more if you showed them those two? That's kind of what mm. Google's doing. Is it's they're going to go actually your customers aren't going to like the fact that you've got loads of comments from a Russian um, you know bot mining farm or whatever. It knows that the Guardian, you're probably going to quite like that. So that's one that's going to give you more authority and it's going to be giving you more trust. That is kind of the best way to approach link building, I think, in the, if, in, in the fact that you want to find those natural looking, high quality um, links and try and build those. The reason why you want to do that and, and to kind of bring it back to that, why a link from the Guardian versus a link from um, your local, I don't know, supermarket um or it's a bad example but you know what i mean look at yeah. a local a local, local shop, network example, yeah. yeah 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 would be so much more valuable is the 
they will tend to have their own set of then links as well. Mm. And it is, it's all about that authority and that the BBC the Guardian or like, or John Lewis or any kind of big brand like that is going to have a lot more trust with it. And it can kind of pass on that trust in that if you've got a link going from that brand to your website, that's kind of a nod or a signal of their trust. Mm. With local sites, the kind of local smaller ones, it's not to say that they're distrustworthy or untrustworthy, whatever the English phrase is there. <laughs> um, it is just the fact that they don't know quite so well. So if I've got 10 links, say, from local shops in, in Brighton or Glasgow about uh, all linking to me, versus I get an article in on SEMrush um, or on one of the Moz blogs, it knows that that link is going to be about SEO and it's going to link to my website. Therefore, it knows that my website's about SEO. If it was all local, it kind of knows that I'm in that area or in that location, but that's mm. kind of all it does. It's not giving that extra context or that extra trust. So you want to try and focus on building links in trustworthy places. That sounds incredibly difficult, and it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. But there are kind of ways around it, or places to start out at least. So local chamber of, chambers of commerce or kind of industry directories. Um, and by that, I mean something like Wired Sussex or the Chamber of Commerce or um, any kind of industry accreditation or um, acknowledged yeah. uh, institution, I guess is the word, um, is quite good. So I know for the kind of marketing and design industry, there's the DND ND or whatever it is with the yeah. pencil, which are a huge kind of really well-respected <clears throat> marketing or um, design brand. Getting that, getting a kind of a profile on there or getting a link from there is huge and will kind of have potential to transform your website. So there's a lot of things like that where you can buy a subscription to the um, organization and, and in return you do kind of get a link from that yeah. as Trusted a reward. suppliers lists are also good ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so any kind of partnerships or anything on your websites yeah. like that you can build as well. So, for example, so, if you fit, like, one of our clients fits Panasonic air conditioning and they have a link from the Panasonic air yeah. conditioning website to them on that page. So it... it adds a layer of credibility that Google can see. So even if they don't get many human clicks from the Panasonic website into their website, what you do see is that Google has seen that Panasonic trust this client enough to give them a link. So therefore yeah. Google says, "Oh, well, that's a trusted link. I'm going to I'm going to boost that up. I'm going to boost the my, our client's website up the ranking a bit because we know that Panasonic trust them, for example." But also, I think the main thing as well there is that is that context. It knows that the the Panasonic website is also relevant to their to their website as kind yes. of a, a child thing. So it's kind of passing on that knowledge. So very quickly on that, one thing that I see quite a lot, and I think in the next two years we'll probably see a rollback on, is I see a lot of web agencies or web, web kind of design companies and even SEO companies who in the footer of websites will have a link that kind of goes, oh, this website was built by Adam Bastock or this website was built by XYZ. Mm. And that links back to the, their agency website. There's nothing wrong with that necessarily, but as like a link building strategy, that's quite bad because there's no real value there. There's no context other than you then kind of have this kind of wider web of people linking to that parent website. But because a design agency by its very nature, it might be building different websites for um, like, you know, a, a paint company, a cushion company, um, mm. an, an estate agent, a, a, a plumber, and a supermarket, all of those websites linking back to it doesn't really give a clear signal or a clear, a clear context of, of what it is. Um, yeah, so it's less valuable compared to, say, 
being featured in a, in a blog or something about design or about what they actually do from a, from a kind of a thematically relevant site. I think these are all very big terms and very kind of confusing perhaps terminology to be using, which is why I think if you are getting confused by all of this, the, the main focus point is just imagine you are comparing, giving your customers these two kind of comparison links of going, mm -hmm. well, here's one link that is in the footer of the website where it says this website was bought by X and here's a, a blog post where we're talking about our latest um, project we did with the government or whatever, you know, kind of a news piece. And compare those two and the customer is clearly going to react more to the one that is, has got more information and more context to it and therefore in google's term that is also what's going to give you more more kind of authority and value yeah i think that's, I think that's a i think that's a really good good way of looking at it i mean i think if if people are thinking oh well i've, I've heard i need to do some backlinking but i'm not quite sure where to start then i would say yeah any sort of trade bodies or membership organizations or directories that you, you would go to or you know your clients go to to find businesses like yours yeah then it's worth doing the caveat to that being i wouldn't pay someone like yell or any of the other big directories for for a listing because they're they're basically worthless because google knows that you're paying for the link so if Google determines that you're paying to get the link back to your website, it devalues that domain almost completely. So mm. for example, yell.com has almost a zero domain authority as an inbound link because they know that you can get a link for free and you yeah. then to get, and it's a no follow, and then you have to pay to get it moved from unfollow. They also compete against Yell. So let's let the European uh, <laughs> competition court sort that one out. But um um, for example, um, if you're a registered building firm with a certain yeah. accreditation, that could be really good because then, as you say, it's a building website linking to a building website. Or if you've got a, if you're an architect having your uh, article yeah. featured, um, uh, something like House can be very good because that actually is quite a good domain because they are talking about architecture and buildings and house design. And people who are looking for high-end architecture will go to somewhere like House specifically to find an architect in their local area who does the kind of work they want. So there's a double win there because it's it's getting lots of human traffic, but it's also yeah. getting that SEO relevant traffic, architect to architect. Um, I think yeah, sorry, I, I don't know of any other ones that are like that in other industries off the top of my head. I think the kind of the example here is it's not about. The kind of the whole buying link thing i think can get quite confusing as well where it's it's okay to it's not about buying links necessarily if you're only paying for the link it's bad yes if you're paying for a service and you're getting a link in return such as like a local chamber of commerce where you're paying i don't know Absolutely. you know 10 15 pounds a month but you're getting like the access to that membership organization as a whole that's going to be okay so it's not about just the mm. the paying for links equals bad it's the it depends on the yes. context of how you're doing that. So yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. That's a good clarification. Um, yeah, I think anybody who's who's charging you to put a link up, obviously yeah. knows they've got something good going, and you've got to ask, well, how long's that going to last? Um, you know. So this is that was the other point I was going to make. You just reminded me off. Thank you very much. Was that this is kind of it's a very slow process, and this is a thing that will take kind of months, if not years, and it probably should take years for you to kind of build that authority in the, in the industry. 
But the benefit of it is, is that if you're doing it from only a user point of view, you will have a resilience and kind of a strength within an SEO industry that means that you will weather most storms when kind of um, algorithms and stuff change. I may eat, <laughs> live to eat those words, but <laughs> I do believe that because you're doing it for such solid reasons where if you've got links coming from the BBC from two years ago, that's still going to do you a lot of good in you know, mm-hmm. the next four or five years even if Google does start changing and tweaking its kind of algorithms because you're still a valuable website that is useful and you're doing it, you know, you've put the effort in and you may have hired a PR company to try and get those those terms, but you're also going to see benefits outside of just link building there compared to if you were just to go out and buy 5,000 links. And yes, maybe overnight it would actually work quicker than um, the other, other kind of tactics, but it means that in two months' time you're going to lose all that traffic again. So... I think doing the right thing is slower, but it does mean that you do have that kind of resilience long term. So in terms of thinking about it from a sort of small business point of view, is there anything um, that a small business can go out and do without needing to pay someone mm. to look into it for them? Is, is is there anything free out there? So there's Ahrefs, where I'd probably start, Ahrefs, I do have a free kind of backlink checker tool where you can put in a competitor's website and just see what links are pointing to them and it'll always give you the most valuable ones first. So I did this recently for a chap who had just started up his own, kind of, he'd gone free, freelance um, doing kind of brand agency design. And immediately we saw quite a few blogs that their competitors or other people in the industry were very active locally talking about their mm. services, going to events, doing kind of... Uh, thought pieces quoted in other articles and stuff like that so immediately you start seeing the patterns of what people are doing and it's like okay well try and do that essentially try and be a bit more kind of Mm. active locally i think if you are budget constrained and you're trying to build those links and it is a case of just meeting people and and being present and kind of getting your brand awareness Mm. out there and and naturally you'll start as you have more conversations and conversations start happening about you you'll start kind of earning links quite naturally so if you can host events locally or go to events or um, yeah. do stuff on Eventbrite or get involved with your local chamber and, and, and kind of write blog posts for them or, or do something with them that is, is genuinely useful, that's a great way to start. And I think, as you said, the, the, the preferred partners or partnerships with other people and kind of industry yeah. accreditations, that should be a, a quick kind of mm. first start to, to make a list of those. Um, so anyone that you look up to in the industry, really, try and get a link from their website in, in whatever way you can, um, whether that's joining them as a membership or whether it's trying to be on their, one of their blog posts as a, as a quoted kind of source. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I'm not sure if that answered your question or not. But yeah, it certainly does. I mean, I think, I think that's, a good, that's a good sort of summary of how to go about those next steps. I think if you are looking for a more in-depth um, sort of backlink strategy or looking at what you can do next, then you really do need someone who knows what they're talking about to to actually run a check for you using some software and and really tell you what what to do next. Unfortunately, there isn't really a sort of a quicker route in and there certainly isn't many self-service options out there. So I think if you do need to get in touch with us um, with any questions, then do get in touch and we can either point you in the direction of someone who can help or we can see if we can help ourselves. Um, But yeah, I think that's a good summary of backlinks to start with and we'll, I'm sure, come back round to the topic once... um, 
once Google is updated or some new tool comes out, or we'll uh, report back yeah. as soon as we have more advice for you on backlinks. Um, so if you want to get hold of me, you can get hold of me. I'm Simon Batchelor on LinkedIn, or you can email win at marketingsuccess.club. And for me, um, I'm Adam Bastock on LinkedIn, or you can reach me via my kind of website and email address, which is just adam at abastock.co.uk. Excellent. So until next time, we'll see you soon. Thank you very much. Bye. And goodbye.